267 was this past weekend and it delivered. We had two title fights, one was an absolute banger and one featured a beatdown from the oldest fighter to ever win a championship for the first time. We also had a few Russians earn dominant victories via incredible wrestling and control. And first of all, thank you to everyone who watched the video I posted right after the event breaking down the Islam Makachev Kumura against Dan Hooker. If you haven't seen that video already, I will link to our YouTube page below. There is a lot of content there that obviously doesn't work as an audio only. Me breaking down a Kimura over audio doesn't really work, so please check that out. The link is below. Islam is now 21-1, 10-1 in the UFC, and he's won 6 of those 10 wins via stoppage. He's also got Khabib in his corner, so that says something too. I've seen some people calling for Islam to get the next title shot at 155, but we've got a great problem to have too many top competitors in that division. The champ, Oliveira, is fighting Dustin Poirier in December, and this coming weekend we've got Justin Gaethje against Michael Chandler. Speaking of this coming weekend and UFC 268, if you are not subscribed to us on Patreon, you're missing out. Case in point, the betting guide and preview show for UFC 268 that I'm putting out later this week for patrons only. You can become a patron for as little as $3 a month and you get tons of bonus content, early access to episodes, ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, Q&A episodes, and like I said, I've been putting out betting guides and previews for the major events to tell you what bets I'm making and why. Check it out via the link in the description below. But back to the lightweight division. You could argue the winner of Chandler versus Gaethje should get the winner of Oliveira versus Poirier. Unless, of course, both Chandler and Oliveira win since they just fought. But then again, I wouldn't mind seeing that fight again. Either way, Islam doesn't quite fit in there. He's the fifth man out. Maybe let's do Islam versus Dariush and see how the winner of that factors into the other fights coming up. Hooker, and I hate to say this and I rarely do, he needs to fight down in the rankings a bit. He's lost three of his last four fights, but those were to Islam, obviously, Michael Chandler, and Dustin Poirier. There's no shame in losing to any of those guys, but records matter, and you're never going to fight for a title unless you can string wins together. It's hard to argue for someone being ranked in the top five when they're struggling to win fights. Let me see Hooker against someone in the top 15 to top 10 range and get some wins in. I like Dan Hooker. I'm a fan of Dan Hooker. I want him to do well. My man needs some wins. I said we had a few Russians this weekend. Islam was one, obviously, and Kamzat Chimiev was the other. Kamzat choked out Li Jingliang in the first round after he basically ragdolled him. I think he picked him up and carried him across the octagon to talk to Dana White while he was beating him up. Here's a crazy Kamzat stat. He's fought four fights in the UFC and he has absorbed one significant strike. One time. One time someone hit him with a significant strike in four fights. He's 10-0 and he's 4-0 overall in the UFC with four stoppage wins. The hype train is real and I am on board. I'm not saying that he should be fighting for a title tomorrow, but he needs to fight someone in the top five. I said it. I think my favorite fight of the weekend was Pyotr Jan versus Corey Sandhagen for the interim 135-pound title. This fight was a lot of fun to watch. We're obviously going to get Aljamain Sterling versus Jan next to unify the title, and that buildup should be fun since there's legit bad blood there. 
Corey Sandhagen is a great fighter. I think he could be champion one day. I still think that. It just, unfortunately, it wasn't his time to be champion right now. Jan just might be on another level than everyone else at 135. And I'll tell you what I like about Jan. He gets better and better as the fight goes on. If you don't get him out of there early, it feels like you miss the only shot you've got because he's just going to keep getting better as he keeps going. Something tells me in the next two to three years, we're going to see Jan versus Sandhagen again in a title fight. Who will win? Who will get better over those two to three years? I don't know. Where does Aljo fit in that mix? I don't know. Will these three guys just keep passing the belt around? Maybe. But first, we need Aljamain Sterling to get healthy, and hopefully we'll find out. Glover Teixeira is an ageless wonder and a treasure. Glover fought for the light heavyweight title and lost to John Jones in 2014, and it took him seven years to get back to another shot at the belt. He just turned 42 years old, and this was for sure his last shot at a belt. If he did not win this fight, I don't think there was enough time left in his career to work his way back to another shot. Fortunately for him, he made the most of this opportunity. First things first, Jan Blachowicz is a very good, very good, very good fighter. Glover made him look like he's not. I said on Twitter before this fight that I was sad that one of these guys would have to lose, but at the same time, I'm really happy for Glover. By all accounts, he's a really great dude, and I'm happy to see him have success and finally achieve his goal. It seems like Glover's first title defense will be against Yuri Prohaska, and that will be a big test for Glover. Can the old guy tour keep rolling? I kinda hope so. It gives me hope that since all of us are eventually going to be 42 years old, maybe we can all still win a UFC title. I thought UFC 267 was a great card. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed UFC 267. If you want to watch the video version of this episode or every episode, the link to our YouTube page is below. There are a lot of other videos there. Please check out our Patreon via the link below to get access to all the bonus content, including the UFC 268 betting guide and preview that will be out in a few days exclusively for patrons. Thank you all for listening. I will see you in the next one.